Welcome to Everybody's Bad With Money. I'm AJ Schneider, founder and CEO of Beyond the Green Coaching, where we help people every single day heal their relationship with money. Join me multiple times per week where I bring you inspiring guests, solo episodes, and share tangible money and life tips you need to be your most confident, independent, and empowered self. Welcome back to Everybody's Bad With Money. I'm your host, AJ Schneider, and I am so excited to dive in to the first of the five emotional archetypes that cause us to spend. This information, I think, is so valuable. We don't spend because we are making logical, rational decisions. The majority of the time that we spend, we get into debt, we save, is coming from an emotional place. And so when we understand our emotional landscape and we define these archetypes, we give them a name, we give them a character, we give them an identity, we can see them when they're coming out in our lives, right? We can acknowledge them. We'll be like, oh, hey, you, you know, you've decided to name this emotional archetype like Fred. And you're like, Fred, what are you doing here? I'm trying to build long-term wealth. I'm trying to get out of debt. Like, get out of here, Fred. Or like, hey, Fred, I know you're having a rough day. Like, I'm here to acknowledge that you're having a rough day. I support you. I love you. I'm going to give you a hug but I got to, I got to keep going. Right. So like, what do you need so that I can move on? All right. So who's Fred? The first emotional archetype is a trigger. So let me paint the scene for you. You get a shitty email from a boss at work. You're driving and someone cuts you off. You get a call you weren't expecting, you know, from that family member or that friend who always gets under your skin. Someone yells at you or brings up something from your past. You're like, why are you still bringing up that freaking New Year's party from 2012? Like, are we like, I'm not that person anymore. You experience in that moment, blinding annoyance, anger, and frustration. On the other side of this trigger, you had a lovely evening planned. You were going to go home and cook dinner. But in the heat of that moment, you've completely forgot those plans and instead you're going to your favorite restaurant for dinner or you call a friend and head to the bar, right? Who's done this? Raise your hand right now. I can energetically feel all of you lifting three hands up. (laughs) How do you lift three hands up? I don't know. You tell me. Everything that you had planned, the workout, organizing your closet, calling your Nana are not as important as releasing the tension from that trigger, The trigger becomes all-consuming, like a match. It's quick and it's hot and it doesn't last forever. But the consequences of reacting to that trigger can have long-term effects because if we're constantly reacting to our triggers, we're enforcing a belief in our nervous system that we must suppress that feeling, that trigger, with a distraction, food, alcohol, weed, shopping, whenever we feel a strong emotion. Let me break this down. So on the onset of a trigger, like you literally flip open your computer and you are anticipating an email from your boss and you open it and you see that there is one, your plans are gone. Your strategy for the evening, for the day is out the window. We get so used to avoiding our feelings that on the onset of that feeling, 
we feel unsafe and uncomfortable. So before you even get that email, and that email could literally be like, you did so well on that meeting yesterday. I am so proud of you. I don't show you enough. But because you're so used to feeling that way and avoiding that feeling, that on the onset of the feeling, so before it even happens, you start to feel unsafe and uncomfortable. So what do we do? We cater to our trigger. We affirm to our nervous system that the only way to avoid discomfort is by buying, eating, and friending it away or fucking it away, right? We'll do whatever it takes to avoid pain. The key here is that we need to acknowledge the trigger, identify it, name it, allow that emotion to course through your whole body. So allow the anger and the frustration and the resentment and the annoyance to run through your body. Acknowledge it, accept it, and then continue your day as planned. By actually processing your trigger, acknowledging it, being like, hey, you exist, you are very real, you are able to identify the root cause and then continue to make good choices that are are in the interest of your present and future self. So it's not that your boss sends you a triggering email that's causing you to like lose sight of what you're doing for the rest of the day and creates this like emotional hangover and this roller coaster of feelings. It's that you feel disempowered because your boss keeps undermining you or you feel undervalued because you are not getting paid what you think you deserve. Your boss could remind you of your parent who just gets under your skin. It's a deeper issue. It's not the thing itself. That's not what's causing. The trigger is caused by a set belief about your identity that you felt as a child or a preteen or an adult, it can happen at any point, probably somewhere in your childhood, that made you feel unsafe. So if your identity is that you do a really good job at work because you've always been a good student because that always made your parents really proud, right? Like you being a good student made your parents really proud. So you like did all the right things. You went to grad school, you got the job, and then you have a boss who challenges that, who triggers you to thinking that you're not necessarily doing a great job, then your entire sense of stability can be under fire. So if we keep bypassing our feelings, then we're never going to get to the root cause of what that is. And then that's easily work, like solvable, right? You can just say, hey, my job does not define me. And you can keep that mantra as a space to hold on to that and be like, you know what? I'm not defined by my job. Like, I don't have to react this way to my boss. I'm giving my boss all this power and all of this control over my my life, my decision-making, my spending, when like realistically, you don't have to do any of that. Okay, so we have like dug really deep into the negative triggers, right? But there are triggers that don't have to be negative at all. They can actually be like neutral or positive. You're feeling happy, excited, bored, apathetic. You could be provoked to spend because of these emotions as well. I actually think it's easier to spend when we're excited and when we're happy than necessarily when we're sad. So like you're going on vacation for like the first time after the pandemic or you get a job promotion and it's like, I don't care. I'm just going to go like go crazy. Like I deserve this. 
I just passed my bar exam. I just passed, you know, this licensing to become a therapist. Like anything that like is celebratory, exciting, like giving you that dopamine hit. You want your dopamine hit to like keep lasting. Like we're all like secretly like kind of dopamine junkies, right? Like we're always looking for that next hit. That's what is so powerful about spending and why healing your relationship with money is so transformative because we stop allowing that dopamine hit to affect our decision-making. So we're not like, I have to get to that next fix. So you're at a high right now, right? Like you're seeing your friends for the first time in forever. You're going, you're in a foreign country, you're traveling for the first time and you are just like, I want to keep this high going. What can I do? All right, let me go get a smoothie. Let me go, you know, buy a dress to cement this experience. Like, let me just take an Uber because it's faster. It's going to get me there quicker. So all good reason and logic can go out the window when you're happy. And so it's important to acknowledge these as well. When we are in that state of happiness, you actually have ultimate freedom because there's consequences, right? There's consequences when you overspend and you're happy because you know your future self is like, what the F, mate? Like, why are you putting me in such a bad position? Like, you know you're not going to be able to pay that credit card this month you know that you're going to have to make sacrifices in the future for the decisions you're making today. Whereas you could be making sacrifices today that are in the best interest of today's you and and future days you. So when you're thinking about this, when you're making, when you're embracing your emotions, when you're embracing these triggers, you're just acknowledging that they exist and you're making concentrated decisions to hear those, hear those feelings. Like, That feeling of like, I am on vacation for the first time and I'm free is a call to action for yourself in your day-to-day life. Like, where are you feeling trapped? Where are you not feeling free? Versus, I need to go exploit this feeling and run around and spend money that I don't have. So what triggers are you prone to that promote you to spend money? These triggers can be a person, a place, a word, or a feeling. I want to know. Shoot us an email at hello at beyondthegreencoaching.com and let us know what triggers you to spend money. Shoot us a DM on Instagram at beyondthegreencoaching to tell us your trigger or write in the comments below. I am so excited to hear about this. Stay tuned for the next four emotional archetypes that are going to be coming out throughout the weeks. If you feel like this is really valuable, go ahead and share it with a friend, someone you know who is easily triggered, both positive and negatively. What triggers you to spend money? Signing off. See you soon. Thank you for listening to Everybody's Bad With Money. Your support makes a huge difference. And if you haven't already, please head over to Apple Podcasts and give us a five-star review. If you're listening and you're thinking, yes, I'm so ready to get my finances in order. I'm so done living the way that I'm living and I'm ready for a change. I really don't know how to get started, but I'm ready. Heal your relationship with money and become financially free begins July 12th. In 10 weeks, you will learn everything you need to know to budget, get out of debt, build wealth, and change your money mindset to an attractor. You have 24-hour support, live sessions, and a one-on-one call with a financial freedom coach. Since it is so hands-on, spots are limited and you must apply to be enrolled. Learn more at beyondthegreencoaching.com and apply with a link in the show notes. 
Are you ready to take control over your finances and become the wealthiest person you know? The program is $2,100 or six payments of $400. Apply and sign up before June 29th to receive one month of coaching for free. You heard me right. One free month. Still listening? Head to the link in the show notes to apply and start your financial freedom journey today.